Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Timeline, the podcast where we examine pop culture and films, television, and books across the ages. As always, we are your hosts, Lindsay and Scott. If you're interested in finding out what we've already covered or what we've got coming up in the future weeks, be sure to leave us a follow on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline. Check us out on Twitter at Behind Timeline and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Additionally, links to our Patreon and our official website can be found in the episode descriptions if you would like to support the podcast. And now, on with the show. We're back. Hi, we Scott. Back. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> how's it? <laughs> how's it going? It's good, dude. Today is actually like a really great day. I am. I am so excited. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams Niners game is happening right now, and I'm not looking at the score until after we record. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good day. How are you? How was your trip? My trip was great. Yeah, I'm back from skiing. Um, yay, sports ball. Go team. I suppose. Yeah, I, yeah. I just had to say that out there for the two and a half other fans that we have that are, you know, that are watching sports, that are watching football <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I mean, yay, yay, sports go team. Whatever it is that's happening, I'm sure it's exciting. I was like, oh yeah, Sunday, sure. I'm like, it's Euphoria today. I have like a whole other um, kind of oh, schedule yeah. of things that I'm on. Mm-hmm. It's Euphoria today, and I finished uh, Ozark season four, part one. I meant that to ask really you good. about that. My mom was telling me about that when we were at the bar. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. No spoilers for it um, for those who are still watching. But yeah, it was awesome. But um, but tonight we're talking about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which is not a good movie. It should have been Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dog Shit. It should be. Uh, what did I say that it should be like a lesson in the the horrible impact of racism and sexism uh, yeah. brought on by Steven Spielberg Absolutely. in the 1980s? Uh, yep. Uh, yep. This is not, not great. Um, but this got released May 8th, 1984 by Steven Spielberg. And it was written by Lucas. Lucas wrote this fucking steaming pile of dog shit. So, God yeah, damn it. He- he wrote the story, but then it got adapted into a screenplay by uh, Willard Hike and Gloria Katz. But George Lucas was like all over this with nonsense that he wanted to like put in here. And I told you, I think in Raiders, originally he wanted the guy that gets shredded by the airplane uh, to be a robot. This movie was full of nonsense like that, too. Short Round was originally supposed to be a virgin princess that adored Indiana and followed him around. And I'm like, what is happening in this writing room right now? Well, fuck that very much, um, because there was a lot of problems with this movie. I know. Yeah. (laughs) But it did star Harrison Ford, which was really um, one of the only redeeming qualities of this film. And Kate Capshaw, who was terrible. God help me. Although I blame Lucas more than her. No, actually, it's Steven Spielberg. Um, well, and I don't. It's if a combination of the two. Know, yeah, um, Kate Capshaw and Steven Spielberg got married shortly after this movie. So I would like to think for that real. She would, yeah, I think she was put in this movie because you know, like he was like, "Wow, we met on this movie, and you're really bad at screaming." <laughs> oh my god! Married? Oh my god! Well, it's rough. I will it say was this, bad. Though, like, I love Ki Huai Kwan, uh, who plays Short Round. And I only love him because a year after this movie comes out, uh, he's in the Goonies. And he's Data in the Goonies. He's the kid that thinks he's 007 and makes all these inventions and shit. 
So without yeah. this movie, we probably, I don't want to say we wouldn't, but we there's a good chance we wouldn't have Data as the Data we know him from the Goonies. But that's just my little silver lining. I, we're going to talk about that character because I have a lot of problems with it. And oh, also, yeah. I, oh God, this, I didn't like this at all. I'm really. I didn't either. I want everybody to know. I, I begged Lindsay to not do this movie. I begged her halfway through me watching this movie yesterday. I was just like, dude, this, I can barely get through this. Can we please skip this? And her solidarity and loyalty to you guys won out. I mean, people seem to like the first one, so I felt like we need to continue with this. We can't just like skip this one and go on to the third one because I know you want to do that one. I really do. I love um, the Last Crusade. But yeah, like halfway through this, I was like, "Fuck me! This is how long is this movie? <laughs> this is bad." Yeah. Two hours too. That's what's wild. It's an hour and fifty-seven minutes long, so it is a pretty it's not even that bad. Yeah, uh, like it's it's a full length movie, but it's not. I mean, two hours. I mean, most Disney movies these days are two hours. That's true. Hour and a half, hour 40, yeah. Still, I mean, though, it was, it was fucking bad. So let's talk about the, uh, the context in which this dumpster fire was made, which was 1984. 1984, yeah. Where you'd think way cooler shit was happening than this, but unfortunately, no. Way crazier shit was happening. Yeah, tell me about this. So the number one thing that happened in 1984 was Indira Gandhi, the first and only female prime minister of India, and the daughter of the prime minister Nehru, who was the first prime minister of India, was assassinated by two of her Sikh uh, bodyguards. That's fucking insane. Yeah. 1984 also saw the breakout of AIDS across the United States with over 7,000 cases in the first three months. Um, Yep. It. Yeah, I there. 1984 was not a great time. It's not great. It's not great. There was like not a lot of fun stuff happening this year. No, the only other thing I remember is China and the UK agreed to return control of Hong Kong to China after their lease from the China the UK Empire was like over with or whatever. Um. Yeah, but they gave like a 77-year timeline or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they gave like a 70-year timeline or some nonsense it's shit like that. It's about crazy. to come up, is it not? Like, I think, I think the so. timeline's coming up pretty soon on it. Um, I'm not positive when that runs up. But yeah, that happened. But the first Apple personal computer came out this year, which it is did. cool. Yeah, that is actually really awesome. I did, I did like that. That was pretty cool. And then we had like all kinds of stuff that we know come out. So we had Gremlins, Karate Kid, Police Police Academy, um, Van Halen's Jump, Footloose from Kenny Loggins, and Karma Chameleon by the Culture Club. So God, I love all those. Some, <laughs> yeah, some cool shit happening. Um, and then, so this is one of your favorite movies for the Oscar winner. Oh we had God, Amadeus. Dude. I love Amadeus. I quote this movie all the time. If you've never seen it, it is so long, but it is so good. It is basically the tale of Mozart, but Maestro Sari, who was the Italian arch emperor's like personal musician. And then he brought Mozart in and Salieri was like, dude, what the fuck? This is just wild. I'm going to ruin this man's whole career and basically drove are insane i have seen it but like maybe once 
a long time. Like, it's definitely not, uh, I couldn't tell you anything about it. But, yeah, I'm like, you quote all the movies all the time. So I don't I know how, how many grains too. of salt to take that with. I know. No, there's like <laughs> one particular line. The emperor is always like, well. And I say that all the fucking time when I don't know how to respond to Someone will be like, well, Scott, your car just got stolen. And I'm just like, there it is. <laughs> well, the top <laughs> grosser is uh, the next movie on the list, right? Yeah, man. Fucking stoked. Yeah. So that's exciting. We're actually going to be in 84 for like a hot minute, actually. Cause... Yeah, I think we have like three or four other movies coming up. Um, But like... I mean, fuck, the the movie before this wasn't, like, Raiders wasn't even my favorite, and this was a big change from Raiders oh, yeah. immediately. <laughs> immediately. This was goofy. It was weird. It was campy. It just, everything that was supposed to be, and that's what's so crazy, is halfway through this movie, it just gets really fucking dark and gory and fucking out of control. But then yeah. they keep trying to make it funny and lighthearted halfway through. And I'm just like, why? Are, what is the tone of this movie? It's a complete mystery because it did get really weird towards the end. Like it got to the point that like I didn't want to be looking at it. Like it was so ugh, like it did. It got dark and fucked up towards the end. But in the beginning, it had this like James Bond opening that Dude, I hated. His whole, like, what uh, the fuck is this? <laughs> Tap dancing. The- no, oh my god. Okay, so right off the bat, yeah, I gotta tell you guys, right off the bat, what is this fucking tap dancing number? Like, not to mention, there's no cohesive, like, continuity here, because the girls that are dancing with Willie are not the girls that are coming off the stage when the number ends. It's completely different. But, and like, I, not this, a single I, one of them is Asian. Yeah. Not a single fucking one. In the middle of Shanghai. Like, what the fuck? It's because only the actual bad guys can be Asian, right? Everyone who's not explicitly a bad guy in the scene has to be, like, appropriating. I mean, his partner, which has the unfortunate side effect of his name in the movie being Wuhan, so that kind of sucked. Yeah, okay, I guess he wasn't a bad guy and he was actually Asian. He was his partner. In the rest of the scene, besides the two guys who are explicitly Indy's buddies... Like, there were lots of non-Asian actors playing Asian people in this scene in a way that was, like, it was just super, super racist, like, in your face in the first couple of seconds, which really set the tone yeah. for this movie, because there are a lot of issues. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> just all throughout this entire movie, this is crazy. It's um, so incredibly racist. Like, it really needed, and sexist, like, it just, it needed all the warnings. Like, if this was on Disney, I think it would have the full cultural sensitivity. I, uh, I was watching it the whole time thinking, like, I feel like we would have gotten some kind of warning about this. But that, it was worse like, than last that's time. the warning we get. Like, no, that's we'd get a completely different kind of warning for this. It'd be gore. Or yeah. Whatever. I don't know. This thing, I think if this was on Disney Plus, it would get like the racism full screen warning because it's. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. It's super bad. It just in all of the ways. And right off the bat, I was so offended. I was like, okay, this is this is not a good way to start, Stephen. What the fuck? No, it really isn't. And honestly, this movie compounds its negativity constantly throughout the movie. I I need this. This is on record. 
this is recorded. Lindsay is hearing me. You all are hearing me. I have never hated a character in a movie more in my life than I fucking hate Willie Scott. Yeah. She's, um, she's terrible. She's awful. She screams a total of 71 times in this movie. And she screams so often that Kate Capshaw had to have an actual scream coach so that she didn't throw her voice out. And it's just like, it's so, I mean, I think that speaks a lot to like what this character is, right? All she does is scream and throw a fit and like be super racist and open up opportunities for super racist jokes, especially around the food, right? That it just gets so bad. That was when I texted you. That was when I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I can't do this. I cannot fucking do this. If it's not apparent already, guys, we are not going to, we did not enjoy this movie. We are, this is not going to be a nice time. Are you thinking about the monkey heads? No, actually, I'm thinking about when they first get to the small village and they give her the food and Indy's like, this is more food than these people eat in a week. You're offending them. And she's like, oh, then you can have it. And I'm like, are you fucking serious right now what the hell yeah that was it was and at least like that was more i mean it nothing in this movie wasn't racist let me just preface it by saying that like every scene of this movie was racist but that was more like about her shitty character than i felt like it was being super super offensive to like the people it was portraying because at least the food looked like something people might eat but like later with the monkey heads i'm like I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that nobody is like monkey brains. Yeah, I'm sure, but not directly out of no. the monkey's like uncooked skull, like with its fur still on its face and stuff. Like it was just. No, that was just for shock value. It, racism. It was just awful. It was. Yeah, just, I, and it kept coming up. Actually, every mention of food was problematic in this entire movie, including the fortune cookie line, which is where I almost turned the movie off. Oh, yeah, which is ironic. This is just me nitpicking, but fortune cookies weren't called fortune cookies. But in this, nor era. do they come from China. No, they don't. They're an American invention. Yeah. And the little kid's like, I feel like I'm step- I'm not going to do the accent. And he's like, I feel like I'm stepping on fortune cookies. And I'm like, oh, Christ, when he's going over the so, bugs. Oh, yeah, when they're going over the bugs. Here's the thing that is his real voice. He didn't put on an accent. That is his real voice. I was going to ask that. I was going to, because I wasn't sure whether this kid was actually Asian or not. So yeah. And when we rewatch the Goonies, you'll hear it. He does talk like that. That is his, he grew up in China. No, that's definitely, I'm glad to know that because I wasn't sure. And it, it really wouldn't have surprised me if that wasn't the case, but it was like, the dialogue that they gave him was still unfucking yeah. forgivable. But I'm, I'm glad. To... Hold on to your potatoes. What? Sweet Jesus. I'm, but I am glad to hear that that's at least actually his accent. Um, mm-hmm. because yikes. Um, but anyway, back back to Willie. She. <laughs> I can't do it. This is the, she's just the worst character in all cinema and they should be put in prison for their contribution to sexism in this. Legitimately. Like she does nothing of value through this whole movie. All she does honestly, the only time she is of use is when she sh- she saves their life in the cave. But then she uh-huh. turns right around and causes the same fucking thing to collapse. 
And she didn't really intend, I mean, she was just there like being a shit show, right? Like it worked out in their favor, but it's not as though she was like there to save the day. It was like she blundered into saving the day. And then she did something at the end that was uh, slightly not the worst. She did something quickly when they were saving all of the kids. I can't remember what it was. She unlocks all of their shackles and then uses one of the carts to knock the guards down. Right. It's the keys that I'm thinking of. She immediately is like working on keys and getting them out and not like screaming like a fucking idiot. So that was helpful. That was the only thing I think in the whole movie that was redeemable for her at all. She just like, she was just a complete nightmare. What's her name in the last one did a lot better of holding her own and like having, Oh, that's the whole thing. Marion Ravencroft is a fucking G. She fights, yeah, she, was. she drinks, like, against all of these people. So here's the thing. If we're going to be discussing Marion for, like, a split second, I do need to let people know, because a lot of people don't actually know this. This movie, Temple of Doom, is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, which is so fucking weird and not made clear at all what in this it? movie. You would have to have Even just watched Raiders and then watch this, because it only tells you in the beginning of the movie that this is taking place in 1935. The Raiders of the Lost Ark movie takes place in 1936, right as the Third Reich is beginning to bolster its power and start digging in the West or digging in the East, stuff like that. So that's the the only way you know. There's a lot of like first time things like this is the only uh, Indiana Jones movie where he doesn't mention the Ark of the Covenant. We don't hear anything about Marcus Brody. We don't meet Sala. We are never at any point in this movie in North America. So there are things that like will give it away if you're paying close enough attention, but the general, the general viewer is not going to fucking know that. No, I mean, especially if it's like, Oh, because specifically of the year, like, like sure. But there's nothing in the plot or the dialogue that like makes it clear that it's a prequel. There's not even anything in the way the movie ends that like lines up Raiders. Yeah. It doesn't bring any kind of info to that. It would have been great if they had ended it with like, (laughs) Like, hey, I heard about this, like, fertility statue in the Amazon. Do you want to go look for that shit? But the problem is this movie just ends with him with Willie and then Short Round. So where the fuck is Short Round? Well, okay, so that's an important question that I have. Like, let's let's talk about this kid because. Where, yeah, what the fuck? Like, where did he came from? What is happening? Like, so he's an orphan that tried to rob Indy, and Indy's, like, responsible for him when he's in Shanghai. But, like, yeah. why is he on the trip? What happens to him after? What he is going on? basically is, like, taking care of him. And then I feel like Indy was like, my life is too dangerous. I can't have this kid around. Like, I literally almost just got this kid fucking killed in a diamond mine in India. Why would he have let um, him on the plane to begin with? That would have been like scrap, I know, like that run was, away. Yeah, I was like, dude, why? The kid does not need to come with you on this. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, what is the plan, Harrison Ford? Like, yeah. why? <laughs> that didn't make any sense to me at all. He was like, uh, there were like part, there were parts of the movie with him in it that I didn't completely hate, but I actually, and this is just me being like, I hate the child actor that plays the young Maharaja because the kid, I don't know what it is, but first of all, if you guys have not seen this movie in a while, let me regale you with the knowledge that this kid is voiced by the same actress, actress 
as the girl who plays the princess of the Neverending Story. Why is this happening? Why is he being? It's so he's I being no dubbed. He's all of his lines dubbed. are dubbed. All of the Indian children in the movie are being dubbed. All three of the ones that have speaking roles, they're all dubbed. Oh God, all th- all three of them. I hate yeah. this movie. It it just like it blows my mind. It like and you the young Maharaja only speaks twice. He speaks in the beginning when you first meet him. Uh, Zaleem Singh is his name, and for those of you who aren't aware, in Eastern cultures, Zaleem means cruel. It is a form of the word cruel. So that should have been if anybody knew, they would have been like, oh hey, but. Fun fact for you, because this movie is so offensive in some parts, this movie to this day has never been shown, nor will it ever be shown in India. It has never been viewed in India. It will never be shown on Indian television. Never. Fucking good. That's the correct response. Good job, India. Yep. Yep. Like, it was so bad. I cannot believe... I mean... (sighs) Yeah, no, there were parts of this that genuinely shocked me. Like, I know that there's lots of bad representation and racism in in these old movies. And, like, we've watched a lot of these old movies and we've seen a lot of that shit. But this was just awful. And it was it was worse than the last movie, like, by miles. Like, it just, which way, it wasn't great then, too. Like, like, the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark was, like, what I expect. Right, what you go into yeah. like knowing that like you're gonna have to see a certain amount of that, and that that's just the reality from some of these old movies. But this was beyond the pale. This, I'm glad it'll never be played in India. I honestly, I'm saying this now for for future episodes, future seasons. This might actually be the worst movie that we've ever reviewed. Or yeah, we'll review just yeah. on like a humanity standpoint ethics and morals standpoint yeah and i just finished re-binging the good place and i feel like i'm really uh strong footing for the moral high ground and um this is not it it's so good it's so good we watched on our on our trip we watched don't look up which i know you and i have talked about and i know has like really mixed reviews right and one of my friends was like i I am absolutely scarred by that like i feel traumatized and because it's exactly how it happened. That's exactly, <laughs> it was exactly. How it was like, this is too real. And he's like, Lindsay put on something light. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really broad request. I was like, you know, so I'm like, I know do you real. want live action light? Do you want animated light? You know, what do you want? And he's like, live action. I need something that's going to like fix my life. And I was like, oh, I, I know, <laughs> gonna fix I know what life. to do. <laughs> so we put on the, the good place that's and I just finished rewatching all of it. It's such a good show, but, um, but no, the the good place characters would be very disappointed by this film. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about that too? The good place, and again, this is just a like a time gap or whatever, but the good place had better graphics than this show. Or the good you know, movie. in like the final season, the good place had some graphics that were just generally not terrible. No, they weren't. That's that's what's bonkers. This movie was sponsored by the green screen. Like yes, it was. Every single fucking long shot or panned out shot was just them in front of a green screen. Even them walking up to the palace when they first get out of the jungle, when they first get to, um, God, I can't even remember the name of the castle. 
it's like prop peck or something oh i don't remember peck or whatever surely it doesn't matter yeah when they when they they appear on this road and then you can so clearly tell that the the palace is superimposed on the left hand side of the road but indy never actually walks up the road the scene cuts off right where he would have stepped on the green screen and i'm just like this is awful when they're in the caves, <laughs> it's clear that they're just like super added into that scene. When the water is rushing down the fucking mine shaft, they're like short round goes through. When Andy pulls him, he literally goes through like a block of wood because the green screen is like terribly added. It's just this movie was horrendous from a visual, even like the realistic, uh, what is it? The, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Practical effects. The practical effects in this right, movie were, right. were horrendous. Yeah, just everything about it was just the worst. I agree. And I normally don't, that normally doesn't bother me that much. But knowing that this is like this, the like a couple months before Ghostbusters. Yeah. I mean, this movie probably got away just by being like the first movie to come out in 84 of a litany right. of like yeah. kind of awesome genre-y 80s movies right because what did we say it was ghostbusters karate kid and uh number ending story so two of those had oh, like yeah. a ton of effects right if this had come out after it would have probably been shit on way harder can you imagine like trying to come oh, after ghostbusters and be yeah. this coming after ghostbusters would have i can't oh my god i this it's, movie would never have been heard of there's a really interesting version of the multiverse where the Indiana Jones series just fucking ended because this came out like two months after Ghostbusters. I'm down. I re- yeah, I really believe that. I think there's like a better version of the multiverse where this doesn't, <laughs> where it all stopped, where it just came to an end now. Stop. <laughs> it's just so, like, it's crazy. Okay, so <laughs> Here was the one the one moment in this movie where I had a positive emotion was for like one hot second when this love scene that I want to talk about is happening. Oh my god, this love scene that fucking comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of absolutely nowhere and nothing. But she's hated his guts up to this point. She has done nothing but ridicule and tear him to shreds up to this point. And also be totally insufferable. Like, I don't oh, know no. why. Like, but you know what? But Indy feels like he needs a booty call. So he turns on the yeah. charm. That's what I think happened. He has like no interest in her, but he turns on the charm for a booty call. And I thought for one hot second, I was like, you know what? This movie's not a total loss. Indy's still a total smoke show. Like this could it be okay. Is. Yeah. And then it proceeded to just be the worst possible love scene ever. It, <laughs> We're like, it's oh not God. a love scene. It isn't. That's the thing. It starts off and you think it's going to be that way. Cause he is dropping some dope lines. I want to be clear yeah. on this. If he, if, if, it, if there are any archeologists out there that need some pickup lines, watch this movie, but specifically archaeologists out there. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, as an archaeologist, I would study you and like your nighttime habits. And she's like, you your mean like nocturnal activity. Activity. That's what it was. And she's like, you mean like the way I sleep or the what position I sleep in? And he's like, more like mating practices. And I'm like, God damn, Andy. Oh like, okay, God. shit. No, he went in for a booty call. He was and he just like has the dead confidence to know that he can pull it off. Like he just and you know what? 
I, I we will come back to this when we do ratings, but Harrison Ford's body is the primary reason that this movie doesn't he, get a zero from me. Yeah, he Straight was on up. a strict <laughs> regimen of bodybuilding because half of the movie after he gets brainwashed is he's shirtless. I mean, which is it, that's what I mean. Most of the points that he gets just because Harrison Ford's body. Harrison Ford is shirtless. Awesome. <laughs> like that's the only thing about this that was redeeming, honest to God. And so. This was a very kind of Star Wars-y thing, though, right? Like, they kind of played this, like, it felt like they were trying to do a Han and Leia, and they were, like, relying on my knowledge of Han and Leia to, like, forget that they didn't build yeah. that up at all in this movie, right? It felt like watching the third Harry Potter movie, where they just assume I know shit, and they kind of play off of that emotion, and then the movie ends. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, so were we just supposed to ignore that they were, like, at each other's throats up to this point, or what the fuck? And not in a cute Han and Leia way. No, right? not at all. It's completely the opposite. They genuinely hate each other. Han and Leia were just like, I can handle, like, they were like, they were trying to lead in a dance conversation. This was, I'm trying to break your ankles. Yeah, and she was so awful that it's like, why would he want anything to do with her? Like, it's obviously not his type, especially after we've seen him with what's her name with Marion, who with was Marianne. awesome. Yeah, she was so yeah, bad. She was a fucking badass. She told she could have done that whole adventure by herself. She didn't even need Indy. And this this bitch, not so. No, um, she should close. not be on this trip. And I don't know what he He like, also could have just left her at the airport, too. There was nothing. Totally. That he, that she, there was no reason for her to be there. And no, yeah, no reason for him to want her there because it's not yeah. as though he's A, attracted to her or B, finds her useful in any way, shape or form. Because she was already like completely worthless in the scene in Shanghai where she can't tell the difference between ice and the biggest diamond known to man. Jesus and I Christ, just, dude, I man. hate her so much. But I also like, even saying that feels kind of dirty. Because I know that everything that she is just comes from, like, really terrible male writing that makes me kind of want to tear my hair out. Like, it's just... So... It's, in, like, everything that's wrong with everything. <laughs> like, well, yeah. It. Early on, when this movie was being written, George Lucas actually wanted to bring Marion back. But... And I can't remember. It might have either been George that turned around on that, or it might have been Willard Hike. But one of them was like, no, we should give Indy like a different love interest every movie. And I'm like, this is like the archaeologist James Bond. Well, that's what they're going for, right? And I'm cool with that, but at least, and okay, you know I'm not a big Bond fan, so you tell me on this one. But it seems to me that most of Bond's love interests are, if not useful, they're at least not completely insufferable to watch, Right. Like they're There's actually they're capable usually. They they are of use to him, and and that sounds so awful to say, but that's just you know whatever. That's how Ian Fleming wrote them. Um, yeah, they're smart most of the time. Yes, I guess is what I'm saying. Are, right? They have something that he can use to further progress his mission. The only yeah. person that I am think that I could think of at all. In any of the James, because I love James Bond. My dad and I watched James Bond all the time when I was a kid. The only person that I can think that was of absolutely no use to James in any way, shape, or form is from Diamonds Are Forever. And it's a girl he meets at a casino. Her name is Plenty O'Toole. 
and she is just a random homie hopper that realizes James Bond is really good at fucking cards and like latches onto him for the rest of the night. And then they they actually don't even end up sleeping together. She gets thrown out the window by his partner. So. She immediately sounds smarter than uh, yeah. what's her name in this. Uh, oh, she Willie. is. Yeah, Willie. Yeah. She, she's basically <laughs> Willie in that. She's dumb, but she's smart enough to know, like, oh, that dude's, like, raking it in. Like, I gotta, you know, I, I gotta hang out with this guy. Willie doesn't seem smart enough to make, like, no a decision like that. Like, she just is, she's everything that's wrong with everything. 100% agreed. Yeah, I was. I'm not a fan. That was not cool. But uh, anyway, God. Oh, um, okay. So what? Because you mentioned the ice, I do have to ask this question because we are on this like uh-huh. up and down, like random question shit. So Indy picks up the kebab, right? The flaming kebab, and throws it at the one guy, and he dies. And then there's people screaming and running around. Why? Why is that the band's cue to start playing music again? What, like, and yeah. why, do the, why do the dancers come back out? Like, none of this makes sense. <laughs> Especially Chaos! Dude, yeah, it's just like, and then the balloons fall down, and I'm like, these are fucking terrible fight choreographies. Like, and then he shoots at, I do want to know how they did this, though. This is really fucking cool. If you pay close enough attention, when he drops the gong and is using the gong as a shield to jump out the window, um, you can actually see the bullets impacting on the gong as they're running. And I really would like to know how they did that because that's actually really fucking cool. That could just be a special effect after. That could actually be done in post, probably. I I mean, today it could be, but I don't think it would look as real as it does in the movie. But I don't, I don't know. I, it just like I it was just a weird it was a weird thing that I noticed and I thought was really cool and then another weird thing that I noticed the fighting starts Indy just gets up and turns around and punches the fucking cigarette girl in the face for no reason at all <laughs> literally no reason at all I mean I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to explain any of his actions in this at all like including that <laughs> But well, and so, but this is where his buddy gets fridged right in the very beginning. I think that was one of the other things we didn't hit on. Oh yet yeah, about and he doesn't give a shit. Movie. No, like you would think that, like, why is he here, Wuhan? Like, what's going on? What is the? Because, like, I mean, except to show that indeed sucks. Right, because yeah, I was had, like, "Oh, um, he's got a buddy with a gun. You win." And then I was like, "Oh, immediately you lose. <laughs> like, I guess you suck. Yeah. Like, I, just, I guess that was the point. I don't know." Also, this is a thing that I'm nitpicky about, but not really because it just kind of like it's part of the dialogue that gets ruined for me. But fuck, they use the word adventures a lot in this movie. And it takes me out of the movie so quick. When Wuhan dies, he's like, I'm sorry, Indy. We've had many adventures. And I'm like, this isn't a fucking storybook, dude. Just, oh. (laughs) I 
I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it plays into the fact that it's supposed to be a prequel and it's like I yeah showing because Willie says it later. Time. I don't know. She's like when when India's getting assassinated in the fucking room by the guy. First of all, that was a really cool effect. I did really like that. That the guy steps out of the wall painting. That was really cool. Um Oh yeah, and the ambush bit. Yeah, yeah ambush. that was I didn't yeah, I didn't see him coming. Yeah, and then Short Round is just somehow sleeping through all of this noise until he lands right on Short Round. And I'm like, come on, dude. Good Lord. It looks. But, I th- I took it as him, like, intentionally, like, he'd been pretending to be asleep yeah. through a whole bunch of shit because he's hearing this, like, really kind of sexually creepy come-ons by yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. And he's like, because he was he wanted Indy to come to bed, didn't he? And Indy's like, I have shit to do. And, and he was like, and oh, no, like, Indiana. Don't, yeah, don't do it again. Not again, Indy. Like, <laughs> I don't think this is Indy's first like inappropriate booty call that this kid's had to see. <laughs> that's I, I my take. That's Until like the lamp fell on the ground and he finally realized like what the fuck was happening. But yeah, no, I she, think he's um, just like, I, I had an experience like this where I was like, nope, I'm asleep. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. And then I was like, oh fuck, something's wrong. All right. I'm up. <laughs> that's awful. That, well, it didn't involve sex, um, but that, that's all I'll say is I woke up and discovered that no, actually it was needed. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> So I empathized with short round in this scene, just being like, no, I'm moving out of that. I'm not waking up. <laughs> away from it and shit. Yeah, I'm asleep. Sorry, assholes. <laughs> totally felt him there. But anyway, um, oh right, go yeah. On. So, so she she says it later, like when she's talking, yelling at him through the door, like I hope you're happy. You missed out on on all this or whatever and then she's like i could have been your greatest adventure and i'm like this isn't a fucking oh children's my pirate story what the fuck dude um like, that made me mad at george lucas that was like some of the worst yeah. writing i've ever heard in my life and like uh it's just so contributes to this like notch in your bed post kind of thing like that's what she's saying right it's like i could yeah. have been your greatest conquest yeah. and it's I- just like come on ah dude i don't that's it's awful it's so much the worst no so i just yeah hated everything about that as well um but then you know harrison ford's body it's still here so it's like it's not it's not a total loss but it was bad i hate it i understand (laughs) like harrison ford is, is a smoke show all right i get it like and i will say this there are some good scenes like when he finally gets unbrainwashed and then they go into the mines to save the kids and the kid stops the car and Indy's just standing there like a goddamn badass with the like smoke and shit around him. And it's yeah. open. I was like, okay, dude, like I'm fucking here for this. And then it takes the realism out of it. And Indy punches this guy so hard that he goes sliding across the fucking gravel for like, yeah, nine he's yards. not a superhero. Also, I do just want to recognize that I'm like placating the annoyance that I feel of the sexism with like Harrison Ford's naked body, and I understand that that doesn't make correct sense. No, that's where it, I'm though. at with this. It's movie. Harrison Ford. I'll let it. Slide. For the record, I see that that contradiction. I just don't really care. This movie was so bad. <laughs> don't give a shit at I know all. it's there. I just think there's. <laughs> Maybe that's the balance we need is we can we're objectifying Harrison Ford at the cost of all of the horrible sexism towards the female lead. I don't know. I none of it is great. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh my god.
it. Palming off this guy's head. He, like Yeah, he fuck? tries to hit the big guard with the fucking sledgehammer, and then the, the guy stops it and just throws it like it's nothing. And it just, it literally makes the com- the cartoon like sound on his head. Mm-hmm. And then the guy gets knocked out. And then the other two guys are like, oh, we should run now comically. Ha ha ha. And then it goes right back to the fight scene. And I'm like, I know for a fact, because I've seen this movie, we're coming up on one of the most brutal death scenes like ever. Right. Why are we trying to make this funny? And then on top of that, we have this uh, this sound that you taught me about. this The, the, the Wilhelm, Wilhelm scream. scream. Yep. We get it three times in this movie, actually. Yeah, explain what this is, because I had no idea. I had to watch, like, multiple YouTube videos, guys, for, to understand what Scott was talking about here. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so, the Wilhelm scream is a very popular scream that gets used in a lot of George Lucas films. It's a, it's from an old Western. This guy gets shot in the leg by an arrow, and he lets out the ah, ah sound. I can't do it, like I said, because my fucking voice is kind of gone. Um <laughs> Go Bengals. From yelling at the sports ball. Yeah, from yelling at sports ball. Yeah. yeah go um, team. Go team. Um, but yeah, so this this sound gets used a lot. It's most notably used a lot in Star Wars. Um, it's used in A New Hope when the stormtrooper gets shot off the edge of the chasm in the Death Star and he falls down. That was what I had to see to get it. That it's, yeah. that it's like this sound clip that gets used over and over and over again, which is just so fucking weird. Like, so is this must be on like the keyboard soundbite. Options, oh yeah right? it definitely is it's definitely a keyboard sound by anywhere you download like a keyboard or like even an that's app it's like sound effect app or whatever i guarantee you the wilhelm scream is on there i it's the kind <laughs> of thing that like i would rely on you to catch i would never hear it and d- and had no idea it existed well so here's the crazy thing i notice stuff like that because i hear it in all the movies that i watch and have watched since i was a kid I didn't catch until this. Obviously, I'm not watching this movie all the time, so it makes sense. I would never have known this, but Dan Aykroyd has a fucking random cameo in this movie. When? I didn't catch this. So when they get to the airport, the British guy that is talking to Indiana Jones about the plane that he secured for him, but it's a cargo plane. That's Dan Aykroyd. Because he then is like, aren't you Willie Scott, the famous French singer? And I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks for that exposition dump, Dan. In what motherfucking way is she French? I know. Well, she sings in French. I mean, ugh, this is such a dumpster fire. Like, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny that we get a Dan Aykroyd cameo, though. I mean, I guess it doesn't surprise me. I guess what surprises me is just, like, how fucking bad this is. Like, it really did shock me. Because, honestly... Spielberg's stuff is not perfect. Lucas's stuff is not perfect. But generally speaking, it'll it's have some redeeming qualities. Yeah. It's usually not like the most terrible thing ever. But this really and truly was. And I wonder if this is why I don't like that I didn't like latch onto these movies as a kid, if I just couldn't deal with it. Because I, I almost remember like nothing from this movie. Whereas. Oh, yeah. Raiders, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember because I haven't seen this in a really, really like 20 years, but it was on when I was really little and I remembered stuff from Raiders and I assume I'll remember stuff from, uh, what is it? What's the the Ark of the, what's the last one? The Ark of the Covenant is Ark of the Covenant. And then they go after the the Holy Grail in Last Crusade. Last Crusade. That's what I, okay. That one. I'm sure I'll remember stuff from that. Like I'm pretty sure I remember. uh, Last Crusade is the best one. What's his name is Indy's dad. Yeah, Sean Connery. Well, so here's yeah. the thing. 
this obviously this is the second one made it's a prequel but george lucas didn't want the nazis to be the bad guy again and so he created sure. this other i know but then we go right back to last crusade and the nazis are the bad guys again and then we go into just kind of pave the road a little bit for you we go into kingdom of the crystal skull and the fucking russians are the bad guys now but also aliens right but also aliens yeah but they're not really yeah yeah, but see, that's that's I'm I'm telling you, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Dude, it, I just think I, I want to stick with this garbage because I gotta know, I gotta know what the I fuck know. that movie's about. We I can't <laughs> wait to get there. But we'll have to watch Last Crusade first, and it'll be I mean, do you think I'll like Last Crusade better than oh, I did a, Return a of the Jedi? I think oh, I don't know if you heard that question. Then better Return than of the Jedi, yes. I think yeah. you'll like it more than Return of the Jedi. Okay, because I had problems with Return of the Jedi. <laughs> this one has a solid... Well, you were also heated that day that we recorded. I was too. pissed. <laughs> I was. It's yeah. true. I wasn't into that. I was no. feeling spicy. <laughs> That's what the word... I couldn't remember the adjective that we used. It was <laughs> spicy, yeah. No, last, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is good because it's indie returning to form, but it's also, like... It's endearing, and it's got, like, an actual, like heart to it this was just like i don't know what the fuck we're doing here why is willie with him who is this kid what the hell you came out of this with more questions you come out of last crusade with uh a feeling of like okay like we've concluded this adventure like this is great i'm i'm set with this but then we come back for aliens. So and how set could we aliens. have been? There so must I be more must be more story to tell, Scott. <laughs> yeah, and there's another one coming out too. We're gonna get a fifth one pretty soon here. Seriously? Yeah. With Harrison Ford? I think so. Jesus Christ. I why does he keep coming back for stuff that he hates? Like why does why can't like why can't everyone just leave him alone now? I feel like I don't get why he has I'm to honestly, play these characters for literally ever. Like that sucks. I'd be bitter too if I just had to be Indiana Jones and Han Solo till I died. Like dudes in his eighties. I would. I am waiting for the day that they announce what lies beneath two, and clear and present danger the sequel, because <laughs> he's basically just doing remakes or like sequels of his old movies he, he must blade, be running out of money fucking blade runner no he's not that's the thing he just like he and he doesn't what harrison ford doesn't watch the movies he's in so no you know maybe it's just like he you know actually okay here's my thesis i think harrison ford is like the ultimate casualty of the 30 year nostalgia cycle for the I 80s agree. i agree he just it's been a really tough decade for him just having yeah. to reprise everything that he did in the 1980s he is you know he's with that. I'm, i i believe that. the hero we deserve or the one we need right now <laughs> yeah he's the Jesus. Of cinema. he really is he's just like sacrifice himself for the greater good of nostalgia he must be so glad that we're moving into the 90s cycle and like the Jurassic Park cast has to come oh, back now and not him. And now it's just all returning and shit. Yeah. Yo, I'm looking forward to that. Like, give me some Ellie Sattler. Um, I know. Because what's her name is is just famous again in her own right now. So. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard. No, uh, the Ellie Sattler. Oh, Laura Dern. Yeah, thank you. She's so awesome. I love her, and yeah, I like. Her I love that she's had like. Time. 
Well, obviously, obviously. Yeah. But very cool that she's had like an independent resurgence that's like separate from nostalgia. Oh, yeah, having to do like sequels and shit. Yeah, 100%. Well, so that when she does come back in Jurassic Park, it's going to be like, well, okay, yeah, it's Ellie, but also like, yo. Like, it's yeah. like she's back <laughs> kind of like, um, uh, oh, my God, you know, I'm so bad at names. Uh, Robin Wright. When oh, she, yeah. Because she was Jenny, right, in Forrest yep. Gump. And then she got to come back and absolutely crush in House of Cards. And now she directed like the finale of Ozark. I heard that. I haven't. Uh, I'm not a huge Ozark fan, but I did hear that. I mean, I just saw it in the credits. Like it was the first credit uh, after the finale episode. Like just. Yeah. I think she directed a couple more, too. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know why I thought you were talking about Bryce Dallas Howard. Because Jurassic Park. Well, yeah, I, I get that, but like I well, so like I was thinking because she's directed three episodes. She directed two episodes of The Mandalorian, and then last week's episode of Book of Boba Fett. She was the director of that, and it was like the best yeah. episode we've had. So I haven't seen it yet. I, I'm going to maybe watch it tonight. I also heard that I saw a headline that was like, "Give her her own Jurassic Park," or oh, I'm sorry, yeah. her I own. Uh, give her her own Star Wars show. Her own Star Wars, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh no, I saw a movie. I think, but either way, like hell yeah. And also, we have a third redhead to add to this name convention, whose name I just don't know, but the woman from Mad Men, who plays like the secretary, oh, but then she comes uh, out to Christina run everything. Hendrickson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched a couple episodes of. Um, I think it's called Bad Girls on Netflix. Oh, I've heard of that. I haven't watched it, but yeah, it. and she's in it. I only saw the first couple episodes, but it was good. And I was like, "Is that Bryce Dallas Chastain?" I see. And <laughs> yeah, then I was really. like, "No, it's not." It's like, and then I placed her to Mad Men, but uh, it took me a second. I was like, "There's another one." <laughs> God dang it, dude! She's um, she, uh, my girlfriend was watching Mad Men for a really long time, and so every couple, I would come out and like every couple times i came out like she would be on screen and i'm like i i know her from something else and i finally figured out what it was it was bad santa too but yeah i just thought it was she's weird. funny anyway anything but talking about indiana jones right yeah. um all right so what else what else do we have on this shit i had to basically look away during the whole like Kalim, ah! i was oh, like I no pass <laughs> that yeah, was that awful was, that was rough dude i um I was genuinely shocked that this that this wasn't rated R because of that. That's so insane. Yeah. Honestly, well like and what kind of movies were rated R at the time? What was uh, nothing. <laughs> apparently, Alien. Yeah. Alien was rated R. All right. I, well, I that actually surprises me. I mean, is are, do they say fuck? I probably, yeah. Cuz I can't really it seems to me that, like the alien movies are not rated R today. Like, I don't feel like it's been an R rated franchise. Um, I'm pretty sure Prometheus was PG 13. That's like the only one I was going to say. Maybe alien I could Covenant say being... was definitely rated R. That was a hundred mm. because it has nudity and intense gore. Was AVP rated R? It wasn't. Right? I don't know. Uh, let me see if the first one was. I honestly don't remember, actually. I'm going to look. So, 
So Alien versus Predator, the first one was PG-13. Requiem was rated R. And I remember exactly the moment that I realized it was rated R. And what moment was that? So if you haven't, have you seen Requiem? I probably, I don't know. No. It's it's the one where the alien is like combined with the Predator and it's like this big ass fucking thing. Um, there is a scene where the, it's called the Predalien. Um, it is looking for hosts to lay its eggs so it can spawn more, uh, soldiers. And it wanders into a maternity ward. Ah, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. It clamps down on these pregnant women's faces and force feeds them eggs. And then the eggs burst out of their stomachs. And yeah, I was like, this is such it. an unnecessary scene. I'm also seeing why the first one is rated R is because it came out in 79, which is prior to the PG-13 rating. Right. Yeah. So they sure as shit weren't going to rate it PG. Um, so that makes sense. So anyway, we're digressing hard on account of like, the, I just, I don't know that we have anything else really I mean, to say about this. Do we? Like, yeah, it was awful. It was gory. It was yick where it didn't need to be yick. I didn't want to look. The 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 fight on the, the bridge was not the worst thing I've ever seen. No, that, that was okay. I was fine yeah. with the majority of that until we got the follow along shot of Malaram falling down the cliffs. And then I'm just like, what is this? This is just looked so bad. So fucking horrendous. I can't even tell you. Yeah, that was, that was not good. Um, and then it, it just sort of was over and I was like, thank you, Jesus. I was so happy it was over. So, are we ready to move into ratings? I'm so ready. This is going to be a short episode because fuck this movie. But yep. uh, yeah, but we're doing it. What'd you give this thing? Hmm. I gave this a 2.5. I'm literally like, I'm struggling to find anything positive in this movie. Literally other than John Williams score. And that one scene of Harrison Ford in front of the, the mining cart. Again, yeah. I, I literally begged Lindsay not to do this movie, but we're doing it for you guys for solidarity. And I hope you guys found this funny in some way or another, or at least educational, or found a reason not to watch this shit. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be a good takeaway of why not to watch yeah. Temple of Doom. Exactly. Like I literally ended my notes, the rating for my notes of saying, like, I literally have nothing else to say about this movie. I just I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you were more generous than me. I gave this a two out of 10. I wanted to give it a one out of 10, but I gave it an extra point for the score because you're right. The music is good. But other than that, Harrison Ford's rock and body gets a point <laughs> and the score gets a point and fuck everything else about this movie. That is my takeaway. Dude, it was, it was awful. Here's where I'm going to like throw a wrench in the nonsense that we've been talking about. Yeah, this surprised me. I gave the villains a 5.9 out of 10. And here's why. Uh, despite the, the absolute train wreck that it was the rest of this movie, they were pretty spot on in what you would expect from a villain of this kind of plot. They were religious fanatics and they stuck to that single thing. They weren't like, we're also doing this to steal diamonds and da 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 da. They're like, no, they wanted to destroy Western religion and have the worship of Kali become the global religion. 
And they definitely had the power to start doing that. And that's what's like insane to me is like this. If Indy hadn't gotten involved, this very well could have become a major problem. So it is a viable threat for Indy to need to stop it. It wasn't just like, oh, Indy happened upon this and like, well, if I don't stop them, someone else will. Like, no, that's not, it does. This actually was like, this was circumstance and Shiva getting involved saying like, dude, my people need your help. Yeah, that sort of was the most that I could take out of it with the villains because I just, I just struggle to follow this shit, to be honest. It's just like, I know. I, and with the last movie was the same way. Like, I think I have a real mental block around Indiana Jones where I'm like, why? What is the plot? Like, I'm well, watching it. I'm watching it, taking notes. I'm not even fucking around. I'm not, like, distracted. Like, I'm watching this movie. And I still am like, because they were missing their stone and you're a good guy. That's what I felt like was going that's on. That's like, it, yeah. And, Here's like, I barely so knew who these guys were. Like, I honestly, but go on. Well, no, all I was going to say is here's what's so funny. And I, I don't, I know most people don't like shows with laugh tracks or whatever, but I love the big bang theory. And there is a legitimate episode where Amy ruins Raiders of the lost Ark for Sheldon by proving that Indiana Jones is in no way, shape or form integral to the, the plot. I would agree with that on, for most of these things. It really, yeah. that feels correct. He, they still would have gotten the medallion from Marion. Um, they still would have found the Ark eventually, and uh, they still would have died because they were not worthy of carrying the Ark. So Indy really didn't do anything except provide it to the United States government. And be eye candy, right? Like, true, there's, that, honestly, it's kind of funny for how sexist this movie is, how much of that is happening to. I know. That they, like, this, like, Harrison Ford really does get used, like, like Margot Robbie level for eye candy, like mm -hmm. in his day. It's kind yeah. of crazy to watch, actually. It's like it's 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 like Lucas's attempt to seek balance. Oh yeah. Wait till uh wait till last <laughs> crusade. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I know it's just all it's just all terrible. Um but yeah, no, I can get down with that theory that we don't really need Indy here. I you know, I don't think that we need these movies fucking at all. I know people are big fans of these, but Raiders didn't do it for me enough to uh, hold out through this. You know, like we were talking about, um, I think in the ET episode, we we're talking about Stranger Things season three yeah. not being the best, right? And that, like, okay, everything has like a worse season, but I'm still excited for season four. Same with like season three of Westworld. Yeah. Doesn't stop me being excited for season four. Um, this could stop me in my fucking tracks. If this, I swear to God, if this had come out after <laughs> Ghostbusters, there would not be a third movie. <laughs> like no, this I is agree. this isn't like oh everyone stumbles every now and then. This is like give up, abandon ship. This is a bad yeah. idea. <laughs> Get the fucking life rope. Like yeah. I life gave the rope. villains a two out of ten because the rope bridge wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But other than that, I honestly don't even know who they were or why <laughs> no <laughs> at all like i couldn't tell you i'm like they whoopsie stumbled onto a bunch of bullshit and these guys tried to kill them that's all that's all i got that's all i know and i paid attention that's all i could pick up i just i i don't think i like indiana jones very much like on the that's whole. why i'm i'm really like i'm holding out hope that you enjoy last crusade because it is i watch that movie all the time 
I that movie is I know you say that. Like I know this is like something that you enjoy. And I, you know, I I was fine with Raiders. It wasn't my favorite, but it was like I didn't hate every second of watching it. I definitely felt like it was 45 minutes too long. Oh yeah. But I didn't want to die like most of the time that it was on screen. Like this was bad. So I I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. But like I am holding out hope. I hope that I, it the, all turns out okay. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Like I the good news is like, you know, what we've got right around the corner. So Yeah, and I am excited for that. So um tell us what we've got coming. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and take us out of here um so yeah i mean obviously guys as always thank you so much for joining us tonight <laughs> we really do hope that you uh enjoyed yourselves and you know learned something or whether it be like this movie is so fucking ridiculous or you learn like never to watch it you know all that um we hope that you join us next week for ghostbusters which i am so fucking jazzed about um yeah sure to- there's uh, a good movie Oh, I know. See, that's the thing. Like, this one is a... We're coming out of this, like... Reverse, where the first one was... The first two are, like, not... They're okay, or they're really bad. And then we get to the third one, and or the sequel, and then the sequel's way better. Now we're starting with a really good movie, and then the sequel to Ghostbusters is really bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we will be here for the original Ghostbusters. And True that's, story. It is exciting. That'll yeah. be fun to do. I'm I'm very stoked about it. I I watch that movie quite often as well. Um, but yeah, uh, be sure to subscribe wherever you guys listen to podcasts, as well as follow us on social media, all of which can be found in the descriptions of the episode. You can find links to the sites on the description as well. And if you want to support the podcast, we do encourage you to follow us on Patreon or check out the website for all the timeline goodies, past, present, and future. And if you want to do me a favor, as well as Lindsay, do us all a favor, really. Go watch something better than this and stay nerdy. See you next time.